Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Here we go! In the air! Everywhere! The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. Happy Sunday, 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 a big day on my calendar. Now, it's always a big day for those of us that like sports, right, Danny? It's a big day. It's the 22nd day here of October. But this needs to be the week, the turning point where I zoom in the fast lane right by the penny. I need a high note today. I need a high note today. I'm looking at the card. I feel pretty good about the card today in the NFL. So uh, we'll see. The big one is tonight, the Dolphins and the Eagles. That's the big one. Like That's the key marquee matchup. But Who'd you take in that one? Uh, well, if you, if you watch the TV show, I sang, Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Yeah. Now, were you with me the famous night when Nick Foles took over for Carson Wentz? It was a Rams. It was a Rams game at the Coliseum. And I don't know if you were still with me at that time or not. I mean, I think you might have been. I was at the game. Carson Wentz was playing like an MVP quarterback. So, you know, it was bizarre world. Yeah. Wentz gets hurt. I'm outside the Eagle locker room. They are crying and up. Yes. And- I remember that he was diving into the end zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he got, he got injured and he couldn't walk. He needed a golf cart to drive him up the, the ramp there at the Coliseum. And the, the Eagles, the way they reacted was like, we're, we're totally cooked. We're done. We're, we're screwed. We're not going to. And they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year with Nick Foles. But I got on the radio that night, the late Philly Rob. I I, I turned the Philly fight song around and I uh, changed a few words there and I sang the fight song in a uh, less than flattering way. Uh, and many people in Philadelphia reminded me of that as the Eagles uh, 
then went on and, of course, won the Super Bowl that year. Uh, but uh, that's a game I'm looking forward to. Also, the, the Chargers and Chiefs, uh, not not bad. That's late in the television window. Chargers aren't very good, but the Chiefs, um, they've got some wide receiver issues. And I will be at the Rams-Steelers game today. So I'll be down at SoFi in the hood in England. Why, hang why, do, you think, um, why do you think so many make excuses for the Chargers? Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I, I I wish I could tell you, but it's not just the Chargers. There's a lot of excuse making when quarterbacks don't play well. It's always somebody else's fault. It's never their fault. Now, are are you going to actually force your son? This could be child abuse, Danny. If Koa watches Raider game, uh, you might you might be taken by authorities there. Boy, what a matchup here. Back. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to see. Uh, it's game time. Is it a game time decision with well, the quarterbacking? Well, I, was, to... I was told Garoppolo's not playing. Is he gonna play? Well, Garoppolo's not playing, but is Hoyer starting or is Aiden O'Connell starting? Because might get a glimpse of the future quarterback rather than a guy who's only good at coming in and filling in. That being Hoyer, he was good last week when he came in at halftime or for the second half rather, but. He's not good when he starts. He, he's 0-12 in his last 12 NFL starts. You'd like to think whoever plays quarterback for the Raiders will have success because the Bears are ranked 25th in defense. Thank you. And the Raiders' defense is actually ranked 14th overall right now. Who would have thought? So hopefully the Raiders' defense can get after whatever is going on with the pathetic offense of Chicago. Yeah, they're, they're starting a guy that went to sh- a Shepherd College or something like that. I, I don't even know. Ben Yeh or something. I don't even know his name. Uh, it's, it's a mess. So, But people people don't want to hear about that. The, the listener wants the mailbag. They need the mailbag. It's in their bones. They're demanding the mailbag. So let's give them. Yes. You could get to football after this. This is your official, official pregame show. It's in the bag. Ben's mailbag. All right. Thank you, Ohio Al, the great Ohio Al. And uh, let's get right into the mailbag. And we, we have time. We will go to Pop Goes the Culture, but... This is a very important mailbag. You might not think this is important, but if you didn't hear the very end of the Saturday show yesterday, Danny G pointed out that the downloads went bye-bye on the mailbag last week on Sunday. So if that continues this week, that means this could be the final mailbag at least for the rest of the football season. I re-looked at the numbers this morning when I first woke up. Uh-huh. 70% of the usual downloads were there. So we were missing 30% of our normal Sunday audience. Okay. That's still a kick in the ass. As the CEO of the Fifth Hour Podcast, along with my Brigadier Generals, Alf, the Alien Opiner, Justin in Cincinnati, uh, and all the all the knuckleheads that listen every week, all right, Mr. Nice Guy in the Barry. Here's the thing. All right. I can't be losing 30% of the downloads. Right. Danny, we're in this together. We there's a partnership. Like we do it. You listen. That's it's a it's an agreement. 
All right, let's get to the mailbag. Yeah, this is one of the most downloaded shows that Fox Sports Radio has. So if you don't download Sunday, the entire thing could unravel. Fox Sports Radio could actually go out of business. Yeah. And then all your favorite talk show hosts will be down at the soup kitchen on the hard scrabble streets, right in the Tenderloin district. And that's where we'll be. Right in Lincoln Heights. (laughs) No, I would never, I would, I would never be caught living in Lincoln Heights. I mean, my God, unless I lived it for seven years. Mike in Fullerton is first up abracadabra, Ben and Danny G Halloween's coming up fast. So let's talk candy. A website put together a big board, not a list, a big board of the top 10 best and worst Halloween candies using scientific polls. And I'd like to get your thoughts on it. If there's any ranking you strongly disagree with, please. He, he said polls. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, let's see. I'll, well, I'm going to send you the, the list here, Danny, because otherwise I, I, I can look at it. And, and there's a couple things that stand out here that I'm like, you know, that's that's kind of bullshit, uh, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, let, let's see here. All right. So we'll, we'll start the top 10. You want to do the best first? Because the worst is the better story. Better stories than the losing. Yeah, yeah, let's do the best first. All right. So uh, number 10. Number 10, Butterfinger. And right off the top, there's controversy. Right off the top, there's controversy. Butterfinger is higher than number 10. Uh, 10 is low for the Butterfinger. Especially when you put it in the freezer to crisp for a little bit. The the Butterfinger is fringe top five. And anything less than that, and you've done an an injustice to the Butterfinger. Good uh, analysis. Number nine. Twix. Yeah, it's okay at nine. I don't, I don't hate the Twix. I, I don't, I don't love it. I think it's a little too high. I, I would definitely move it back. Butterfinger ahead of the Twix, but okay. Num, what's number eight, Danny? What do we have at number number eight? eight? Kit Kat, where you could either split it in half, or you could be an animal like my older brother who would take a bite out of the whole thing. Well, uh, savage. You have a primal scream after he'd been into it. Um, so you know, the, the Kit Kat is, it's a similar thing to Twix. I feel like they're cousins. Maybe not first cousins, but they're cousins. Don't you? Uh, Kit, Kit Twi- Kat should be higher than Twix. So at least they got that part right. Yeah, they got that right. Uh, what's Number seven. All right. What's next? Number seven is the traditional Hershey's bar. Now, is that just the regular milk chocolate, or is that the one? I like the one with almonds. I like the Hershey's bar with almonds. Yeah, I think this is just the regular old Hershey bar. Not a fan. I need my almonds. Not a fan. It's fine. I'm okay with it. If I'm eating buttered popcorn at a movie theater, I can have the Hershey bar. And I like the Hershey crisp if you're going to do any like kind of plain chocolate bar, right? Yeah. All right, number six. Number six is Sour Patch Kids. Now, I am not a big gummy candy guy, but when I do, my my wife and the the family here love gummy candy. They love the the gummy candy, and they they enjoy the Sour Patch candy, especially the watermelon flavor. So I've always had a lot of that at the house, even though I don't eat too much of it. But when I do, I love the juicy flavors. Sour Patch Kids are a staple here, audio household as well. And Ben, they even have a bag right now in the kitchen of the oversized Oh. Sour Patch Kids, the big ones. That's more advanced. That's like you're you're a Rhodes Scholar when you get to that level. Uh, so yeah, I'm okay with number six. In fact, I think 
Sour Patch Kids, I'm looking ahead here. I'm peeking ahead. I think Sour Patch Kids is actually something that should be higher than number mm-hmm. All right, what's next? What's next? Here? Number five. Right, number five is Skittles. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Uh, not good. Uh, not good uh, because I've had Skittles where I've, I've almost broken my teeth because they're too hard. Go hard on a guy. It's an issue. It's a Skittles issue. Yeah. Uh, plus, there's, they're like, I think they're all covered in wax or something like that. I don't yeah, know. they're trying to ban these things in the state of California. Of course. With the passes because of the, yeah. the colors, uh, yeah, the food yeah. coloring or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, if you eat enough of anything, you could probably get cancer. So, uh, from what I read, you'd have to eat like a million Skittles to really have a risk of cancer. California's gonna they're gonna end up raising the price of the candy for everybody because they're they're not just gonna make a special blend for California like they do the gall the gas where they they uh they just yeah end us yeah. Oh. that special seven dollar a gallon gas we have here. Yeah, yeah. All right, number four. Number four. Oh hot to trot, hot to Molly's. That shouldn't be four. No. I disagree with you, Danny G. I am a fan of the hot tamale. I love the hot tamale. It's got a little kick to it. It's delicious. I I support it's stuck in your teeth. I support well, all these things get stuck in your teeth. I support the hot tamale. I don't hate the hot tamale, but number four is a bit high. I had well, it, I, Skittles should be lower. I'd move Sour Patch Kids up, Butterfingers up. I'd knock back Twix. Kit Kat's fine. Sour Patch Kids, I said I'd move up. Skittles goes completely off the list. I'd, I'd move Hershey Bar off the list also. All right, what's next? Number three, Rich Davis. He was at the snack machine at FSR, and he was trying to hit F10, but he yeah. did F1 thinking he needed to type in the one and the zero. And no, F1 is a Snickers bar. The oh. Snickers came out. He was walking around trying to give away the Snickers bar, and nobody wanted it. Oh, my gosh. That's unfortunate. Yeah, Snickers, I, I don't I don't hate them like Rich. I, I'm not completely against the Snickers, but it's certainly not number three, and it, it's embarrassing on a big board of candy to have Snickers number three. Uh, heads are going to roll. In fact, I would argue the three musketeers, the soft nougat. You. You. Not bad. Head to head. Now, I'll say this about Snickers. The little mini size Snickers are better than trying to eat a whole candy bar of that. But so even, I think Snickers even, in a small dosage is good. But even the mini Snicker thing, here's the problem with that. When we were kids, those were legitimate middle. It was like the th- the size of your, your thumb. Now they're the size of your pinky. Yeah. It's gotten smaller. Reverse wow. inflation. What's next? What do we got? What's Number next? two. Number two. Uh, it says here on the big board M&M's. But what does that encompass all M&M's? Is that peanut M&M's in addition to regular M&M's? To me, that's saying regular M&M's, and that's wrong because yeah. peanut M&M's should be number two. Yeah, the peanut M&M's for the win all day. What's number one? Number one. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yes. Or as some of our listeners say, in the middle of the country or on the east side of our country, Reese's. I have no idea why they say it like that, but Reese's peanut butter cups. All right. So here's my position on, on the Reese's peanut butter cup. 
love it, wonderful. But from a quantity standpoint, do they give you enough? Are the cups big enough? Are you getting enough candy? Are you getting enough bang for your buck? You need the king size when you buy these yeah. without the king size price. That's true. That that is that is true. All right. Uh, Charge me for the regular little ones and give me the king size. Uh, what is the we have the bottom 10 here. You're listening to the mailbag. Bottom, yeah. Bottom 10. I'll run through quickly and then we can hear your disputes. Uh, okay. Number 10, a Tootsie Roll. Nine bit. Oh, honey. Okay. Eight licorice. Yeah. Seven Smarties, six Mary Janes, five <laughs> wax cola bottles, four <laughs> peanut butter kisses, three Necco wafers. Ugh. Pretty right away, that should be number one. Number two, candy corn. Number one, circus peanuts. So I need some help on these. What what are Bitto honey? I don't even know what that is. What is that? Bitto honey. They look like trident gum. But when you peel the individually wrapped thing, uh, it's a honey candy. That sounds terrible. Um, that's what is a Mary? I know what Mary Jane is, but what is Mary G- Mary Jane's the candy? Oh, it says it's an old fashioned peanut butter and molasses flavored taffy type candy. Okay, and then I had to look up cir- circus peanuts, and those do look disgusting. Now I'll argue. In favor of circus peanuts for just a moment. I don't know if you remember, but way back in the day, we would walk into a Kmart and you'd smell the popcorn cooking. Yeah. And uh, you'd see the candy, uh, the candied apples. And then another thing that they sold there was circus peanuts. And they they look kind of gross, but they don't taste gross. They're good. Some people don't like the texture of those. Yeah. I'm also... I, I'm not a licorice guy. I don't. I don't really like licorice. I. I, 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 I do like licorice for some reason. I the Tootsie Roll thing is nostalgia for me because my grandfather, my mom's dad, who was a plumber from Springfield, Massachusetts, loved Tootsie Roll. So when I was a little kid, he always had a like on the table at his house. Uh, he had yeah. the Tootsie Roll. So uh, that's I like the Tootsie Roll pop. And those Tootsie Rolls, Ben. The problem is they get stale and hard. So if you have a good batch, they're not that bad. And by the way, a circus peanut, it's made out of marshmallow. Yeah, I'm good on that. I don't I don't need that. And uh, everyone hates can- I've never met anyone that likes candy corn. I don't I, I maybe I did meet somebody years ago, but other I I for the most part it's universal anti-candy corn. I, I don't in a small dosage, I don't mind it and I bite it into three parts based on the three different colors. Now, the wax cola bo- bottle thing, those when you're a kid, kind of cool, right? You're kind of like, this seems kind of cool. Like the, I don't know that the taste is. Yeah, the taste is the problem. Yeah, the idea of that is pretty good. And they have other flavors as well that you can get. Really quick to end, the, to wrap it up. Yeah. It's not on any of these lists, but the individually wrapped sun-kissed candies. Remember those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not that's not bad. Yeah, those were good. That's not bad. All right. Well, we've just eaten 15 minutes of time. We'll never get to <laughs> Thank you, Mike and Fullerton, for bogarting the podcast on the mailbag. You feel 10 pounds heavier right now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Marcus writes in from Bruceville, Eddie, Texas. He says, you guys talked about soups last weekend. What's the, a lot of food. See, we do a foodie fun thing. Everyone wants to talk about food. He says, uh, talk about soups last weekend. What's the two you guys thought about? Uh, or he says, what's the two you guys thought about menudo at a Mexican restaurant with a little bit of lime onions and cilantro chef's kiss cannot go wrong see the problem is roberto who i used to work with told me what was in menudo the <laughs> mexico so i'm good on menudo I'll, I'll have the band menudo or whatever I'm, I'm good on that you a menudo guy uh no i know what's in that and uh a buddy of mine growing up he used to get that every sunday from a local mexican restaurant and the reason why is because it soaks up all of the uh, alcohol poisoning. Ah, okay. Well, if you throw, throw enough animal parts in there, it'll it'll help you out. And if I grew up with it, I would probably love it. But I'd rather have pozole than yeah, menudo. Next up, Joe and Darcy from Florida says, "Here is a different kind of question. I thought you would like. Uh, when you used to travel to Vero Beach back with the Dodgers, the Doyers, and they had spring training, their spring training facility in Vero." Uh, were there any bars or restaurants that you liked to frequent? Uh, I was just curious to see if any of them are still around. Coda the Cat still sucks, even though I didn't mention that in the last email. Uh, all right. Well, th- thank you, Joe and Darcy. So here's my memory of Vero Beach. It was so long ago. I don't remember the names. All I remember is the late, great Tommy Hawkins. May he rest in peace, who played for the Lakers in the early days when they came from Minneapolis and was a Dodger executive and one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, Tommy Hawkins, who was a Dodger executive. And we we were down there. I'd never been to Vero Beach before. We were doing the night show back to L.A., so we were on late, and uh, we were both single dudes. Me and this guy, Dave Smith, I did the show with, the Ben and Dave show. And we asked Tommy, uh, where's where's the most happening bar? Uh, and uh, he actually told us not there was not even a place in in Vero. It was in Port St. Lucie down the road. He told us that that's the spot. You know, you guys, you'll go in there and, you you know, you a lot of beautiful people, whatever. So we go in there 
And I think the youngest, now we're in our 20s. I'm in my 20s. Right? My, the youngest uh, woman that was in there was probably around 61 years old. <laughs> and that was like that was like oh, so in other words you guys both got lucky that night uh, it was uh wow. <laughs> I mean, my goodness but easy uh, it was finally easy pickings for you yeah exactly but joe, joe and darcy what what did they do with dodger town you know um i don't want to say his name but one of the one of the people i know that works for the dodgers still actually lives in vero in the off season but I, I heard they were going to turn that facility Dodger town into like a youth sports complex, but I don't know if they ever did let us know. Uh, Fred in spring, Texas writes into the mailbag. He says, uh, hello, hello there. Uh, like the second, uh, like the second, the recommendation of last week's uh, listener about getting your troublesome toenails removed. Uh, and uh, Fred said, I had mine done about 10 years ago with a cleanup around three years ago. It really worked for me. It's an easy procedure and around two weeks of daily soaking, wearing sandals, and then permanent relief. It is a great solution to a real problem, he says. Hey, you know what this means, Danny? We are the number one podcast. Forget, screw Joe Rogan and all these other losers. We're number one with dudes that don't have toenails. (laughs) We're the king of podcasts for people that don't have toenails. That's wild. Well, Fred, I have not made a decision on what I will do with my uh, my disgusting toes, uh, and I I do like the idea of having them zapped off the toenail and seeing how that goes. George in Uvalde, Texas, writes in, says, "Would you rather? I love a would you rather? Would you rather go through the scariest haunted house exhibit for Halloween, or see Brian Finley's face first thing in the morning when he is unshaven and disheveled?" <laughs> Daddy. Well, George, uh, I'll go first. Day. I listen. I've I've seen Brian Finley. I'm the I'm the one that took the photo of him when it looked like we had picked him up from the soup kitchen. Okay, when it looked like we had taken him from Skid Row and dropped him in the radio station uh, and all that. So I've already seen that look, and uh, I mean, it was not pleasant. It was not enjoyable, but. A really scary haunted house. If you're not sure it's a haunted house, you give you the heebie-jeebies. You might think the demon spawn is going to eat you up. What about you, Dan? You know, I'm I'm not like some sort of diva who has to have every hair in place and, you know, have every single thing matching. Uh, although I, I will not walk around with wrinkled clothes. That's a rule. And I do match my shoes with my hat. But other than that, Ben, I would never carry around like uh, a man's bathroom bag like I've seen some of my coworkers do where they'll go in the bathroom and they it's almost like they're getting ready to be on TV. You you know about that because you wear TV makeup now. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, look, you're not on TV, though. You're on radio. We could actually wear pajamas and just be comfortable. But Fenley's one of those guys where I would recommend a bathroom bag. He should carry one around. Because he always looks like he just rolled out of bed. Yeah, it's funny because he does TV stuff and he looks fine on television. But then with us, uh, he's like Schlepprock or something. There's like a clown. No, not Schlepprock. What's the character? I'm going, <laughs> what, what's the one, the character in the Peanuts that always had the cloud of dust following him around? Pigpen. Yeah, Pigpen. Yeah. 
Yeah, pig. He's like Pigpen. Uh, that Brian Finley uh, man. Anyway, all right. What is uh, next on the mailbag? Uh, Al from the Ross Dress for Less writes, and he says, "Any truth to the rumor that Tom Looney ate up the entire clothing budget?" Can Tom Looney on Benny versus the Penny only leaving you enough? For one outfit. Well, that's a bad take by you, Alf, the alien opiner. Shame on you. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this weekend's episode of Benny versus the Penny more than all the other episodes combined. But that is my Benny versus the Penny uniform. I am stylish. What in the actual hell is wrong with this guy? Okay, I am stylish. Not in a drama queen way. No, uh, more of in a debonair way. I'm definitely in the closet. It's very debonair. Yeah, you and Jonas Knox, um, you know, he's been on that Sunday night NFL show locally in L.A. Yeah. And he's also been wearing the same outfit every week. You have a style. You have a trend. You're setting trends. And why would you change your clothes? (laughs) Yeah. And really what you're saying is, hey, you guys are in vogue. That's what you're saying, right? Just say it. You're in vogue, right? We're, we're, we're there. We're on the cusp of fashion. We're in demand. We're sought after. Uh, and that's when I get comments like this from people like Alf, I'm, I'm like, I get it. I I, I understand. Uh, we're being singled out because we're marketable. Anyway, uh, what's next here? Ozzy Waz from Western Australia says, hey, my mates, Big Ben and Danny G. Uh, so I take it. I take it. You you line you line of work. I think there's a word missing here. Or misspelled uh, or, or in your line of work. I think he made there was an R missing. So in your line of work, you use headphones a lot. Uh, I know this is a stupid question. I use Beats Studio Buds or the power beats and only using one in my ears, I need to hear the CB radio at all times for my line of work. So my question to you guys is what is your go-to brand and style of headphones for different activities? All right. So Danny, you want to handle this one? You're a headphone guy. Uh, No. Yes. No. Uh, I am a headphone guy. I have a a really expensive pair of uh, headphones that I use while I edit the podcast the bows that I use to edit, those are the 700 noise-canceling headphones. The brand that I use for the daily radio show, they're Sony's, Ben, but they're Sony's from a few years back because they're discontinued, but I got so used to them as the professional headset, and they are the best headphones. Sometimes, though, these companies will stop making them, and you know from being a Rick D's guy back in the day, once you get used to something and it's quality electronics, you don't ever want to stop using that. So I actually found a pair of these on eBay and met some lady in Pasadena and picked them up. Met her at a parking lot behind a liquor store in Pasadena. And you're like, hey, I want. Yeah, it, not not eBay. It was Craigslist. Even better. It was a Craigslist transaction in the back of a parking lot for a grocery store in Pasadena. And those are the daily headphones that I use right now. Who? V600. I, I don't think you're as picky, though, are you, with your headphones? Well, well uh, no, but I I do use, and, and the reason I use these headphones, because the first time I walked into a commercial radio station, 
the people were wearing these headphones. So to me, this is the big leagues when you wear these headphones. And I wear the Sony professional headphones. And the and the I've done it my entire career. Although I do have a a listener, a very kind listener, gave me some Beats headphones that I do use in the home studio. But mo- for the podcast on this side, the podcast equipment I have in the studio, and then when I go into the the mothership, I I do use the Sony professional which have to my knowledge have not been discontinued they work good but you can actually go down to like five below if you have one in your area and get headphones like those wireless headphones that if you're just for the gym or whatever probably pretty good right probably pretty good wrong this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Uh, what is next on the mailbag? Uh, Marcus in uh, San Antonio says, so my buddies and I were watching the Phillies and Diamondbacks game three and couldn't help uh, being distracted by the hyper little girl behind home plate. She couldn't sit still and watched everyone or everything but the game. Uh, We kept thinking uh, someone was going to say something to the family, but nothing happened and made it hard to watch the game. You guys obviously attend a lot more sporting events than most. uh, So my question is, what are some of the most annoying or distracting fan experiences you guys have had? uh, And do you think it's getting worse with social media continuing to grow? I'll take my answer off the air. Uh, There you go. He says, thank you, as always. Uh, for providing the great show. That's Marcus in San Antonio. So I I have an unpopular opinion. I don't think it's worse. I think it's just being documented more. Because I remember going to games in the 90s and people were complete schmucks doing the same shit they're doing now. Excuse my language. But it just wasn't recorded for posterity's sake. And But there are, there are, to be fair, there are people that go that their agenda is to do something to get on TikTok. Do you see the guy that got trucked at the Phillies game Yes. Lost a couple teeth. <laughs> and I think it was last year's NBA playoffs. Remember, the it was oh, a the, couple the, of different games yeah. where that same lady was screaming nonstop. No, no, no. No, remember they were there were people gluing themselves to the back of the, the court. Remember there was a woman oh, in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, in, in protest. Yeah, some uh, protest, yeah. 
knuckleheads. I try to block a lot of that out, but it's, you know, what are you going to the, the kiss cam thing? I'm kind of, I don't know. The, uh, the, yeah, because they always have plants. They're just trying to make funny bits on their screen. The couple who act like they're not a couple and then they wind up kissing because the camera comes to them so much that they're forced into it. That's hashtag me too. <laughs> yeah, there's a little, little fun business going on there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John in Northern Colorado on the mailbag. We'll do a couple more. Get out on this. Uh, a couple more. Uh, we'll do two more. How about this? Uh, John in Northern Colorado writes and he says, most of us guys were jerks in our early mid-teens. Were you ever the giver or receiver of a wedgie, swirly, or purple nurple back in your younger days? Uh, so I uh, I was the big guy, so people didn't really mess with me with that kind of stuff. The and I didn't really I don't know I don't I didn't do the wedgie. The only thing I did I tossed a kid in a trash can, which I don't think was on your list. Uh, Danny, no. I had an older brother who was a couple years older. Kids knew that was my older brother. He liked to fight. I liked to fight. So we both kind of had that reputation. Kids left us alone. There was one bully that I encountered my freshman year of school, and it didn't end well for him. We both got suspended for a week, but he took the brunt of the fight. We weren't bullies, but we weren't pushovers either. I think my brother and I had the perfect mix of that. Gotcha. All right. Last, uh, last one here. Last one comes from Kevin in Kansas. Is says, "Dear Fantastic Duel, uh, Ben, can you tell more details about playing pool with Bruce Bochy? If you need to embellish, feel free to do so." Uh, Danny G, do you have any similar encounters with a celebrity like throwing darts with Barry Bonds or karaoke with Rob Manford? Uh, cool. All right. Cool. I, I, so I'll go first. So this goes back. Uh, I can't believe how far. This goes back uh, probably, I would say, like 19, I want to say like 1997-ish. Maybe not exactly 1997, but somewhere in that somewhere in that area. And the, the Padres had a uh, middling team. Tony Gwynn was still there. I think they had Wally Joyner was playing for them. Greg Vaughn, Caminetti, those guys. And uh, I was working in L.A. I had started in San Diego a few years before that. And so I did cover the Padres a little bit kind of when I just got my feet wet at the mighty 690, I would go to those games. I actually sit in the crowd a lot. Uh, but in those days we were covering games all the time. And I, I was good friends with one of the Padre reporters who was buddies with Tony Gwynn. So I kind of had an in and we would go hang out. There was a great fraternal order back in those days where we'd all a bunch of young radio guys and, We'd all go across the street from the Big A, and the, there was this place called the National Sports Grill, which was this really cool sports bar. They had restaurant on one side. They had pool tables and a bar on the other side, and it was, it was, it was a cool place. We had a good time. We had fun, that whole thing. Um, a, lot, a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, so uh, we would go over there, and after the Padres had played the Angels – and uh, I want to say around 97, one of those one of those years around there. And Padres weren't particularly good. The Angels were okay. Uh, and we went over to the National Sports Grill, and Bruce Bochy came in there to have a beer. And Bochy sat – he sat 
kind of near us. Like we were, you know, cause he knew one of the guys that we were with. And then we started playing pool and Bochi joined in and, uh, you know, he didn't, didn't talk all that much, but I remember two things about Bochi. I remember he was very nice, um, quiet, and he had that eyebrow thing. I don't know what that is, but the uh, the weird eyebrow thing. You know what I'm talking about, Danny? The Bochi. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah, I kept looking at that. I tried not to, but it was hard not to look at that. <laughs> and but he was, he was very cool. I mean, he was just nice, down to earth guy. But at that time, he wasn't Bruce Bochi, right? At that time, I and mean, the Padres had some good teams with Bochi. But he became a legend with the San Francisco Giants. I mean, he did. They he won one pennant with the Padres. They got, they got to. I think it was actually the year after that, ninety eight. I think they got to the World Series. Ninety seven. I think it was the year that we uh, we had a little uh, rendezvous or whatever. But, um, but he became a legend with the the Giants. It's crazy how many years he's managed. He managed twelve years with the Padres, thirteen years with the Giants, and now he's with the the Rangers. So that's crazy. So any wild celebrities with random athletes uh, throwing darts with bonds? Not an athlete, but somebody that you probably admired as a kid the same way I did. And it has to do with your friend Chats. I'm in command. Think back to TJ Hooker. Who was the beautiful blonde on that show? Oh, yeah. I'm bad. Bad with name. Would, Heather Locklear. Oh, so let me take you to Cisco's Mexican Inn in Westlake Village, California, about 15 years ago. Beautiful Westlake Village, California. Yeah. Went out with some friends. There was a, a breakfast place in town where I was friends with the owners of the breakfast restaurant. And the two women who owned the place, they showed up that night to Cisco's with their friend, Heather Locklear. Now, Cisco's opened up their dance floor. Their DJ started playing music. And we're all dancing together. I got a little grind on action from Heather Locklear. Oh, yes. It was a childhood dream come true. The next morning, we were all blurry eyed and at their restaurant eating breakfast. And she showed up with her sunglasses on. She had been up way too late like the rest of us. And we all kind of ate our eggs and toast and laughed about what we did the night before. And what... What year, roughly? Was this when the, the Melrose Place era? Where, where? No, this this is like 2008. Okay, so this 2008 is... 2008-ish, yeah. So uh, an older Heather Locklear, but she was still very beautiful. Giggity, 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 giggity. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I assume she probably still lives in the same same spot, right? Is somewhere somewhere out in that area? Oh, she's raising our kid right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll get out. We got NFL games to check out. I'll be going to the Rams game today. I'm excited about that. I'm feeling groovy, feeling groovy about that. Eddie will be there, so maybe I'll track down Eddie. He's He'll be in full Steeler merchandise and all that, watching his team lose to the Rams, who will ram it all day and ram it all night. And I'll be back on the radio tonight. Now, if you're listening very early and you live in the New York City area or you have access to SNY, Benny versus the Penny, at 11.30 this morning in the Eastern time zone there in the Big Apple, you can hear and watch the TV show. So make sure you do that. Help us out. And I'll be back on the radio tonight, 11 o'clock in the West. And that is 2 a.m. on the Eastern Seaboard, where most people live in the United States. What, what do you got going on, Danny? 
Well, besides this podcast, it's all about the Raiders today. Hopefully they'll take Chicago, Ben, and be one game over 500, which is a big deal for the Raiders this deep into a season. And, of course, tomorrow it'll be the Monday edition with uh, that trivia game that your voice is featured on last one standing with Covino and Rich in the afternoon slash evening. That's 2 to 4 p.m. on the West Coast and 5 to 7 p.m. in New York City. Out. Standing, have a great week. We'll see how the downloads go. This could be the final Sunday podcast for a while, but hopefully not. Hopefully not. We like the mailbag. I, that's my favorite podcast is the mailbag. I love the random questions. You don't know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates, as as they said in the famous movie with Tom Hanks back in the day. All right, we'll catch you next time. Have a wonderful Sunday. May all your bets be winning ones. Later, skater. Hello, Joe. Hi. I like the Saints. Got a murder. Got to go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.